0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Kate Hamilton Health Podcast. Today, I am joined by Coleman Power. Coleman is the author of the best-selling book, The Power of Organic Fitness. He is passionate about all things organic, so organic food, growing your own crops, getting back to basics in general, and. Um, Coleman shares lots of entertaining, but also really valuable content on his Instagram and on his TikTok, And it's really helping making um, organic back to basics kind of lifestyle a doable thing for people. Um, and he knows his stuff. This guy has a master's degree in organic horticulture. So I am really interested to sp- in speaking to him today. So welcome Coleman and thank you so much for coming on today.
1: Kate, thanks so much for having me on. That was, I suppose, really the best introduction I've ever had so far. So, thank you.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, let's start off anyway, and uh, with you sharing a bit about yourself, your background, and kind of what got you on the path that you're on today.
1: I suppose my elevator pitch would be the fact that uh, I was come from a country background and didn't. Grew up on farms, but would have had an interest in just walking outside, uh, would have been a poor learner in school, and wasn't necessarily bully, but would have been a small individual, would have been weak, and really just wanted to, I suppose, be as healthy as I possibly could, and having that drive towards being healthier, I fell into every sports team, but never really excelled, because what I lacked in skill, I suppose, didn't really help me, and I always would have been healthy, but really what I had was a lot of determination, a lot of drive, a lot of goal. And really and truly, if you put, I suppose, determination and consistency into an area that you want to improve on, that's kind of got me into fitness in the first place. Doing a personal trainer course, uh, falling into, I suppose, horticulture, maybe by luck, but I would be a firm believer that you make your own luck. Went and did that and studied, I suppose, and specialized in organic growing. And then went to Australia, did a bit of traveling, came home, set up a market garden in Cork, and now based in there doing Grow Your Own. And nutrition kind of came, I suppose, secondhand to uh, both being a personal trainer and someone who really wanted to excel in all things healthy. You cannot out train a bad diet. And I only recommend the best things for people. And that would definitely be local, fresh and organic produce. Because, why? first thing is it tastes so much better. That's the first thing. Yeah,
0: amazing, amazing. And so you, so this Master's degree in organic horticulture was. I think did I read somewhere this was the first ever course of the of this type in the
1: world. It was in Europe. Yeah, it's in, in Europe. It only, yeah, it was in Europe. It was only open for a short period of time, and as a result of that, I was lucky enough to be one of the few graduate of that course. And I'm suppose really lucky to push that knowledge into practice because, right, all these degrees. Whether you have a business degree, you have a doctorate degree or you have a degree in architecture knowledge is one thing but putting into practice is the other like a lot of people know how to be healthy a lot of people know the exercises to do but whether they do them or not is a completely different kettle of fish and that's important. I suppose that you know yourself Kate with all your clients that you currently have knowledge is one thing putting it into practice is the other
0: yeah, exactly. So not only do you talk the talk, you definitely walk the walk. So do you, <laughs> you spend all day out in the gardens, out um, growing your own crops? Is that, is that how you spend your day? Like, is it a day-to-day job that you do now, um, organic growing, or what way does that work?
1: Yeah, for the majority of the time, I suppose I am outside, but I also work in a polyton and a glass house. And i'm in and out of a shed and have to do office work and i do suppose the personal training online which gives me that flexibility why because i can get people to either do the workouts with myself you know one-to-one or there's different packages available that you can most certainly do your own workouts with me tailoring those plans to yourself so that's the suppose, the lifestyle that i live and i built it that way and it sure as hell didn't really come easy and didn't happen overnight and i would i suppose down to walking in an area and a lifestyle that I will certainly want to live and that's key for people you design and you make your life suit you and your walk and your family commitments that you currently have and that's how you do it because why there's no one diet that suits everybody it's a lifestyle and that's what I recommend to people it's not to be vegan it's not to be necessarily vegetarian it's not to be keto or any of those other diets It's to eat foods to suit you and your family and your religious beliefs if that's what you do currently have to match your fitness goals. Because food is 100% key for whatever you want to improve. And it's down to the foods that you eat, Changed, I suppose, definitely your gut health. And we am sure we're going to be talking about gut health and other food items that can definitely be a natural mood improver to your cells. Anything that contains fiber and where is fiber found? In every different fruit and vegetable. So the more fruits yeah. and vegetables that you currently eat is going to gain massive advantage in the fact that 90%, lads, take out the paper, take out the pen, 90% of your serotonin is produced in your gut. That is, That's the happy hormone
0: key. Yeah, so you literally are what you eat or you become what yeah. you eat. Absolutely, yeah, that's amazing. New. So um, tell us a little bit, what does organic mean? Because I feel like it's such a trendy kind of buzzword now and people are like, oh, I only eat organic and, you know, they think that they're just being really cool about it. But what does it mean and what's the difference?
1: Yeah, I suppose it- Really important question you're ask, asking there, Kate. The word organic is a registered term. So, Kate, if you're at home now and you're growing potatoes, tomatoes, you name it out in your back garden, and you say, call man, I'm growing organic, but well, really and truly, you're not. I would call the, the guards, I would call the inspectors, and they would call over to your house and say, you cannot say that because it's a registered term. It's actually a word that's registered. So, for you to grow foods and fruits in your back garden, it is something that is chemical free. So it's all in all, it's a registered term. And that's where ba- organic food sometimes gets a bad rap, is because it's just a sticker, it's a label. But what it is very important is, it's a label that you can trust, especially in Ireland at this moment in time. There might be listeners from further afield. In Ireland, it is highly regulated, and there's inspections at least once a year on either soil or a food product, whether it be a fruit or vegetable, eggs, fish, or meats, is something that is inspected by the two main governing bodies. So the two main governing bodies would be Organic Trust and Iofca. They just symbolize that this product has been grown as really what organic is, grown without the likes of harsh chemicals. And the main one you do not want in your diet, even though there are, I suppose, don't want to get in too much trouble, uh, state bodies that will say, in certain amounts, glyphosate is okay. I know what I'd rather have less of in my diet, and that's glyphosate, because glyphosate is one of those chemicals that is water-soluble. And it's a car- it's a known carcinogenic there are studies to prove it there's court cases giving back money to individuals who have been using a high percentage of glyphosate spraying periphery edges of their patios of their gardens and that's something that can be used in non-organic growing so inorganic produce production it is forbidden, not allowed and is strictly not used so that's really the main difference and getting okay things-
0: and then on this. This can sorry to cut across you there. So this can actually be found in our ordinary fruit and vegetables. You're saying that this what what did you say call us again? I'd like I said,
1: this is the specific type of brand of it, and you yeah. can also uh, remember the fact that soft fruits such as uh, we call it apples, pears. I just picked them off some of the trees there for some of the veg boxes that I have, and other. Uh, f- the most important question after call man, which is the most important fruit or veg or meat item that I should eat organic. The most important one, there is a list that I wrote in the book, is the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. So that point of which is the clean 15 is the ones that are not so important. Why? Because we typically don't eat the likes of the skin of a banana. That's one food item that you don't necessarily have to eat organically. But I was switching on its head, the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. The dirty dozen is a list of food items that is heavily sprayed throughout its life cycle. And the ones that are typically listed on that would be soft fruits. So let's take the example of strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, uh, red currants, black corns, because they grow quite well here in Ireland. Because we eat the skin and the chemicals are then inevitably sprayed on the fruits. And, and we they I that. presume they absorb them a bit as well, do they? But they most certainly do. So that's why on a banana, it wouldn't be as, as important. You would peel off the skin. Most people don't eat the skin of the banana. And that is something that you discard. And a lot of the chemicals will be caught in the skin. But on the likes of your spinach, likes your kale, any of your leafy greens, your salads, all really important to most certainly consume uh, them, chemical-free, organic, whether you're growing your own or buying it, most certainly adding it to your diet is one of the things I highly recommend. You have more energy levels because most of the time it's like, Coleman, man, what are you literally taking? Please tell me what supplement, powder, tablet that you're taking, that you're mixing up in your tea and you're drinking down. (coughs) And I choked. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it is a single ingredient foods that's because exactly that's what the body runs off that the foods that are not sprayed top to toe with whatever i suppose added chemicals to inevitably really protect it or increase the likes of the growth and or to suppress weeds that are around it so those are the major things because you've less toxins in your body you have more energy that is one of the simplest things you can either be alive or you can thrive
0: yeah, so I'd say that's kind of, you know, for my listeners, that might be quite an overwhelming thing to hear that you're saying that, um, you know, that the fact that they have added more whole foods into their diets and they're eating more fruit and veg and now they're going, oh my God, the fruit and veg that I'm buying in Aldi is not organic and it's not, and that I'm taking in these toxins and they're probably panicking a bit and be like, oh God, I need to do everything organic. Um, what Do we need to buy or do we need to buy organic produce from particular places or can you get them in your local supermarkets you know the way you see when you see the organic brand stuff there is that is it better to be buying it from farmers markets or you know if we're busy and we're in tesco let's say can we just pick them up there
1: of course you can and i'm always going to recommend the best and that's the whole idea of it i recommend and get people to do their best to get the best so it's to say that The ones in Lidl's or Aldi's or Tesco's, they can be from other foreign countries, which has a negative effect of air miles. So what you want to do always is aim for the best. It's not necessarily that you have to have this gold standard of firstly eating organic. It's the fact that what you want to do is hit your baseline. It's hierarchy of needs. So firstly, you have to add in whole foods, whatever your fitness level is at. If weight loss is your goal, adding in more single-ingredient foods, that's the winner. The next level is, right, where could I add in one more organic food? Why? Because it's a 1% improvement over a year is 360% in on top of where you are right now. I'm all for goal setting. You're looking for an improvement. Don't go from zero to 100. Go from zero to one, one to two, two to three. That's how you suppose you improve on any of your health goals. Because too many people go, oh, my God, I'm going to literally buy everything organic. I'm going to be, I want to be just like Coleman. And that doesn't happen overnight. That's really and truly such a simple fact. And what you're doing is, you're comparing yourself to somebody else. When you compare yourself to somebody else, you take away the joy of what you have. If you're changing up your diet, For the better. You have more energy levels straight off the bat by adding in single ingredient foods. Whether that's potatoes, which please don't demonize white potatoes because they're Irish grown very easily. And they're something that gives you energy. Carbohydrates the body's first source of energy. A simple thing, but most people will demonize it. If you listen to the keto killers, as I call them, will most certainly demonize those single ingredient foods. You adding in any type of greens to your diet is going to have vitamin C. Vitamin C is good for your skin health. Okay, you get those things i suppose as best you can chemical free or organic that's the gold standard that's where you want to be okay it's not that you don't gain any advantage if you don't get your your ingredients from an organic produce rated store a health food shop or the best bang for your buck is either get them straight directly from farm gate or get a veg box scheme delivered to your door. Those are the best things you can possibly do. The closer it is to the farm and the closer you can have a relationship with the grower or the farmer, the better it is for you. Because that's really what we've lost connection with completely. We go into the large stores, we pay and into them. And as a result of that, you're giving money half of it away to the likes of the, we call it the Tesco's, the Littles or Aldis. So if I'm delivering, which I don't, into the likes of those shops, they want 50% of That 3 euro for an organic tub of tomatoes that I've sown or someone else has grown in February. And February, you transplant, then it may be March, April, so February, March, April, May, June, July. July is the first time, six months later, you don't get to harvest your first tomato. And people expect it for 49 cent. People have lost completely understanding of how food is actually grown it takes months for that food product Mm -hmm. to be grown there are different I suppose examples of ones that have a quicker turnaround such as maybe salads and maybe spinach but again those are the ones that are really important to get organic but really food should never be cheap and if it is cheap the price of food is paid way 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 back beyond the counter where you're handing over your money. It's paid by the poor old individual, whether it's a boy or a girl, a man or a woman, picking the vegetables, they're not paid the full wage. The next individual losing out is either the likes of the soil, the soil that's been heavily sprayed and brought into the shop and said, oh yeah, this is uh, Irish grown, but has the soil lost out? And really and truly what you wanna do is do your utmost to get the best foods you possibly can into your diet.
0: Oh yeah, that's brilliant. Yes, yeah, so, because it's it really does bring it all back to that whole shop local, support your local business. Anyway, as well as tying in with obviously being healthier and um, less chemicals. And um, so, is it important to start growing your own vegetables as well? Is this this is this something you would recommend rather than um, buying organic, or like a well, mix of
1: both? What what way would you? That's a great question. And, Kate, the point of which is people will often say, Coleman, organic food is extremely expensive. I have a family. I'm extremely busy. And as a result of that, this is it. You either have more time or you have more money. Whichever one you have, you most certainly then add to your way of getting clean food into your diet. Because the the cost of a packet of seeds is in relation to maybe two euros. And you can grow an abundance of food with a packet of seeds. You have a birthday every single year. If your family bought you a very packet of seeds, tomatoes, some potato seeds, you can never really get, we'll call it, some leeks, some onions, some spinach, rainbow chard, a packet of kale. That would be all under 30 euro if your family members bought that for you. And all you have to do is sow the seed today to gain the advantage in the future. And that is literally the simplest way to start. I say, Colin, I don't really know. Well, uh, shout out to, I suppose, what I do. I get people to come uh, to a grow your own course, but you don't have to do that. All the information, again, is out there for free. You look up Google, how to grow kale, how to grow a tomato plant, how deep to sow it, when to harvest it, all the information is out there. So as I said, the cheapest thing you can possibly do is get somebody to buy a couple of packets of seeds and start growing your own. But you don't have to go that far back. Our, our family members, such as our parents, your grandparents, all would have had uh, potatoes grown carrots in the backyard. Your uh, grand granny or your grandfather would have had a tree, would have had a couple of chickens in the backyard as well. All these things, I suppose, are getting back to simpler times. We have literally, and are spending our money on the wrong things. We're going out, for nights out, spending 100 euro. We're spending 150 euro. And then we're saying... God, it's extremely healthy. Being healthy is so expensive. By God, you expend or use 150 euro would go a long way towards buying local, fresh, and organic produce for yourself. Never mind buying it. I'm sorry, growing it. You literally feed yourself for a couple of years off 150 euros worth of seeds. If you get me, we have to yeah, use our Yeah, and it's a very time consuming. Warm- so,
0: like, I don't, I don't grow any of my own vegetables. I keep saying I really want to, but then I'm like, oh, I'm too busy, and I still haven't. And, you know, I've got, you know, I don't have a huge garden, but, you know, there'd definitely be space I could start planting a few bits. But it it always comes down to, I I have three kids at home. A lot of my listeners would be very busy and um, would have, kids at home full-time jobs um, mix of both and just actually finding the time to do this on top of an already busy schedule like is it a case that if I decided now this weekend right I'm going to go out buy a few seeds I'm going to plant I'm going to Google what's a bit what, what I should plant now and is it a case of just a couple of hours in the garden or is it a bit more complicated than that?
1: well Kate I'll tell you the fact is making time for your health is one of the most important things you can possibly do so i agree say, i don't have time to be healthy you might as well either have time to be healthy or you have time to be unhealthy and that's really really important because your health is your wealth Whatever age you are, whatever commitments you currently have, if you don't spend time trying to improve your health and say it's difficult, say it's hard. Yes, it most certainly is, but it's also difficult to have low energy levels, to be, I suppose, at a lower level of your fitness than you currently would like. To have poor skin health, to have, to be, have yourself lying on the couch and saying yourself, I wish, okay? So I want people to make a priority. Because if you don't make a priority, no one else will. But but even putting it maybe as, I suppose, a solution. I'm a solution man to help people. Make it a family event. Don't go out and say, oh, Jesus, I have to go out now and I have to plant so many seeds, whatever. was like, oh, we're going out today, kids, and we're going to plant the tomato plants. That Coleman told us we to sow in February. Oh, but it's actually, when this is coming out, it'll be coming closer to the winter months. Coleman, what in the name of God can I grow in the winter months? What? Things come into season for a reason. So if you have a polytunnel or you have a veg patch that you're setting up right now or planning for the next year you can most certainly grow the things that are able to tolerate the cold conditions so that's your oriental salad so some people might know these your mensuna your rocket is another rocket is a really a simple one that most common people would uh, have heard about your kale is another great one and you could definitely if you have a polytunnel or some sort of even a lean-to literally people say oh, i can't afford a polytunnel or a glass house literally Clear sheet of plastic up against the south facing wall will most certainly gain the advantage of the heat. Your trays, if you don't have even soil, you live in a housing estate, just completely patioed because I hear every excuse under the sun, man I live in such a house, there's no grass, there's no nothing. Grow in pots. You can grow an abundance of, as I said, salads, oriental salads. You go to a shop and they call spicy oriental salads or your minsoon, anything that's from the Brassica family. Again, columns and that's from the basket family. Do you ever hear of this bad boy called Google? It's literally G O O G L E. You type <laughs> in anything into that, it's going to tell you the answer. What are Oriental salads? Where can I get them? But I recommend a place you can get seeds, and they will they will be fully registered organic. It's Feather, it's Fruit Hill Farm, based in Cork. Fruit Hill Farm. You buy Fruit your Fruit Hill seed- Farm. Fruit Hill Farm, that's based in County Cork. Oh, I live miles away from Cork. You literally get them delivered straight to your door. Again, that's other thing you can go to the shop. You can go to your country market. They might have seeds there or your co-op. But you say, I don't have time to do that. You'd have more time or more money. You go online, it ships straight to your door. If you they pay €3 Euro for the shipping, the whole thing about it is you can get things delivered straight to you, saving yourself time, bish, bash, bash. Get growing and get yourself in the best foods you possibly can going forward. But things that grow very well in Ireland. And right now, as I said, it's gonna be greens and they come into season for a reason because greens are most certainly high in uh, uh, prebiotic and prebiotic is good for your gut health. These feeds are beneficial bacteria located in your stomach okay you are what you eat you are more so what you absorb and these beneficial microorganisms increase the absorption of the foods the whole foods that you eat and the more you eat of these greens as i said your rockets your mensunas your tatzoids your kale your spinach your rainbow chard all those five or six vegetable leafy vegetables i've most certainly labeled out right there or listed out right there are something that help you improve your overall i suppose gut health which is key? Why? Because serotonin, happier individual, eating more greens, you increase the absorption of every vitamin and mineral from the whole foods that you eat. More vitamin and minerals, more energy, more energy. Most certainly, then you're able to, act as was be active as you possibly can. Getting your ten thousand steps, getting over ten thousand steps, doing your training, whether it's home workouts or you're going to the gym, whatever it never inevitably is, you need to start adding in the foods that you can either grow your own or buy it, but definitely add it to your diet.
0: So just to summarize, if I'm growing my own, you're saying get, le- so green leafy kind of salad things are the best things to be planting now, is it?
1: Yes, well certainly, because that's what's just, it literally- And, way- and how
0: long do they take to grow? Months? <laughs> what?
1: No, it, I, inevitably five weeks from sowing a seed, you can harvest your own greens. Five weeks is okay. a very short time most certainly and if you i don't have a very little space I i don't have time to go to the garden yogurt tubs if you haven't recommended yogurt tubs or yogurts to your clients i recommend yogurts why because they're reusable tubs use your yogurt tub get some soil get some compost pop a little hole in it put five seeds in literally five weeks later you will have rocket grown out of that literally bang straight from your windowsill warm windowsill to your plate with eggs and you're on to a winner. Iron, magnesium and vitamin C, all things people are taking supplements. That is the simplest, handiest organic fitness tip you're going to get today.
0: Great, amazing. So that's where we'll start. So if, you know, we don't need to get overwhelmed and be like, oh, I have to change everything organic. Just start, start growing a few leaves, get the kids involved, take a couple of hours on a Saturday. Um, And actually I was thinking probably most kids know how to do this because they've probably done it in school. So, you know, the yogurt pots, with the seeds, the whole lot, they'd only be delighted. They could kind of be showing us what to do as well, really.
1: Totally. It's making it a family event. You just said it might take a couple of hours. Yogurt tub, add soil, put seeds in. You would have this done in 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Yeah. You put, you put down five pots. You literally have five cut and, again, uh, cut and come again. So really cut and come again means literally you're grabbing the bunch of greens that grow up. You cut them, about 20 centimeters of above the soil, just literally a thumbnail, above the soil, they will grow back. They will
0: literally oh, Do grow they? Back. I was they always keep... worried that I'd grow them and I'd cut them and then they'd be gone. No, not <laughs> And that. I'd be devastated.
1: Growing a raw food is not only, really, like, it's an experience. It's exciting. And when you start to do it, it's very, very addictive. Just like your fitness, Katie, I'm sure you could relate to this. Is once you start to see a bit of results, you're kind of like, Oh, damn, looking good. Yeah, and then you kind of go, oh, damn, the things are growing. I'm going to grow more. Cool, man, what could I possibly, what else could I grow? Oh, bear with me. We cannot wait for next spring. You can grow a list out the foods. Spring onions, leeks, potatoes, squash, courgettes, tomatoes, aubergines, peppers, cucumbers. You name the vegetable, it grows unbelievably well in Ireland. We have the best of conditions for producing our own food, but we, I suppose, lean towards I'm just going to test there and I'm going to get such and such. And it's, oh, it's gone off. I got spinach there the other day. And it's turned to mush in the bag. And why it turns to mush in the bag is because it's been sitting on I suppose, that shelf where it's har- harvested previously, maybe a week, if not a week and a half. Then you get it. It sits a couple of days, if not the full week in your fridge. There's two weeks from when it's harvested, as opposed to you literally go to your backyard, cut the spinach leaves, bring it into your plate. That is less than about five minutes.
0: Amazing, amazing. And Kamir, did you say that you do, you run courses on how to grow your own vegetables?
1: Yeah, the next course that I'm doing is the 1st of October. And if you have no experience or whether you're a beginner, intermediate or advanced, there's information for absolutely everybody. Why? Because it's the questions that are asked in the classes most certainly determine the answers that are given out there. So a lot of people wouldn't have a garden or wouldn't have very little experience and it'll be i show them how and what seeds and on the day you go home with 77 plants so there's no use for yogurt tubs i'll be giving you a full tray of 77 plants for yourself to literally put into larger pots or put into your veg patch or if some people have polytunnels or christmas is going around the corner they buy a polytunnel which is the cheapest one that i would recommend at this moment in time is about 650 euros with would most certainly in one growing year, you would get your value of that food produce back. How simple yeah. is that? Literally, pay up front, to gained advantage of free food for a lifetime.
0: Amazing. And yeah. where can someone access to sign up for this course? Is it on your website?
1: You most certainly either message me directly or the farm that I'm currently doing it on is Featherfield Farm. It's on Eventbrite. So if anybody is looking to book into that, I think there's. It might be uh, a handful, if not very few spaces left on the 1st of October uh, here in Kildare. So if you're looking to contact me, it's Coleman Power Organic Fitness. And my name literally is just everything. You can find me on Instagram, find me on TikTok, find me on my website. Just send me a private message. I will most certainly send you one directly back as soon as I'm on it. And how you spell my name is C-O-L-M-A-N. Don't put E in there. You ended up getting Ronnie Coleman. And he's a completely <laughs> different man.
0: No way. Um, (laughs) I I will share all of that anyway in the show notes for anyone who's interested and they can they can get in contact with you over it. Um, And then so one other thing I wanted to talk to you about, you mentioned about with the greens um, is gut health. So as we were all very aware, a lot of people are suffering with issues such as IBS or worse, dealing with the likes of Crohn's and a lot of kind of gut health issues in modern society. So what are your thoughts in relation to organic living to help with the symptoms of um, gut issues, I suppose?
1: Yeah, it, it is something that is very common and becoming more and more common. Why? Because there is a higher percentage of people having IBS due to the abundance of, we'll call it, sprays put on produce. The more foods that you can eat that haven't, I suppose, been intoxicated, you can get and gain advantage of, the better. So as I said, do your best to eat or consume whatever foods you're currently eating the most of. So if you're eating a lot of spinach, which that one to the likes of organic if you are eating a lot of apples which i do recommend especially at this time of se- season uh, because they're in season is to consume them organic because they can be sprayed up to 10 times in a growing season and that's really important then i would stress the fact that other things that are really key for ibs is most certainly adenine pre and probiotics so those are fermented foods the probiotics so how you add those into your diet you can add in sauerkraut you can add in uh, kimchi which is a fermented cabbage and kimchi has spices in it as well you can most certainly add in more healthy fats such as the likes of extra virgin olive oil which helps improve and repair the likes of your lining of your stomach which is something that people don't actually eat enough of as well and all the time it's supposed doing your best to improve your diet There's no one particular one food that I'm going to recommend specifically. People say, come on, what's that one food that really could change up my gut health? Okay. There's no one magic pill. There's no one magic vegetable or food item. The best one is the one that you're not currently eating. And those, I suppose, are definitely my tips for people adding in probiotic foods. So those are the fermented ones I just mentioned. Sourdough bread is another really important one as well. Uh, Because... Fermented foods naturally increase the likes of your beneficial gut microorganisms. Then we kind of go on to the prebiotic foods. Those prebiotic foods are the ones that feed your beneficial microorganisms. So the prebiotic foods are everything that contains fiber because fiber is an undigestible carbohydrate. So literally, what you want is prebiotics which are fermented foods, and the probiotics are, uh, straight on top of that then, are the foods that literally contain fiber. And the ones that people may, heard, may have not heard about before are Jerusalem artichokes. They're extremely high in a specific type of fiber, and the fiber is called inulin. But a lot of people say, on, where the hell am I going to get Jerusalem artichokes? You could grow <laughs> your own. But most certainly, the ones that are also high in inulin, that type of fiber, is onions, garlic, and leeks adding in those foods to your diet are extremely key for gut health and you're like oh man i find it difficult to add in those type of foods when i make meals i always either chop up an onion put that in first chop up some garlic and pop that into that's going to literally be major game changer that's two veg in one of your meal they recommend five and i would definitely recommend you try adding five to one of your main meals of the day knock it out of the park chop onions chop garlic Put in some spinach. That's three straight off the bat. Then, if you can go and gain the advantage of having some berries throughout the day, which are typically, uh, again, often demonized as fat or uh, fruit makes you fat. No, it doesn't. Fruit is nature's candy. And definitely, right now, again, in a chemical free food that people can go and pick at this time of year, is your blackberries. They're out there on the Ooh. side of the ditch. Go out there and pick them. Pick a bucket of them and say, oh, man, I couldn't possibly eat all these berries right now. Don't. Freeze them. And then throughout the winter months, you have an absolute abundance. If you and your kids all went out and picked this type of fruit for yourselves to improve your overall gut health, you're on a winner.
0: Yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's, that's such uh, such great advice. And uh, it's funny, I it's interesting what you're saying about the fiber as well, how a lot of the food, foods with fiber are so important for gut health. And it's so important to mention this in, I just find in a uh, society where we're now saying, oh, eat more protein, which obviously we should be eating enough protein, but people are taking it to the extreme now and they're afraid of carbohydrates. They're afraid to eat bread. They're afraid to eat even brown rice because of how it's like, oh, carbs are going to make me fat or I should be just eating protein. And people are, are eating diets that are nearly just all meat based and afraid to eat carbohydrates so it's just really important to kind of um, mention how important fiber is and how you don't really get much fiber from protein and it, that we shouldn't be afraid of our carbohydrates because we need them.
1: Yeah and, and that's a great point that you mentioned and it's from the Protein sources that are from meat sources don't have fiber. So that's where it's definitely worth looking into someone's nutrition totally one-to-one. If I was chatting to someone, they say, oh, I'm struggling with my diet. I say, okay. And they say, oh, I was told to increase my protein, but it's not really keeping me fuller for longer. Right. There are other options other than chicken, fish, turkey, eggs. They're extremely high in protein. So is yogurt. But could we switch it over to some plant-based sources of protein? Lentils, Have anyone ever recommended lentils? No, what what are they, how do you cook them? the same way you would cook rice, and they're high in protein. So switching up from rice to lentils is not only gonna get you more fiber, but it's naturally gonna brighten your skin. This antioxidant, so literally antioxidants are colors. So this color found in lentils can brighten your skin. Who doesn't want better looking skin and have higher (laughs) protein? Because protein fills you up, so does the fiber, gonna naturally, is supposed to keep you full or for longer. Fuller for longer, less cravings. Add lentils to your diet. Simple switchover. And lentils protein. are
0: great, aren't they, in a curry? Like you can throw them into a curry or a stew or something and you kind of don't even notice them in there. Like they're, they're a nice addition to to the meal.
1: Yeah, it, it, that's great. Okay, and like, a curry is, has been a staple in my diet. Why? Because again, it's the one pot wonder, as I like to call it. You add in chicken. You add in lentils, onion, garlic. Some maybe spinach, as I said, those are three classics you can definitely add in. People, listeners to this podcast, buy those three vegetables this week. Add them to your curries and lentils are in there. That's four. Think of one more. Add in some spices. That's literally an organic. Do you know what I do Meat. with
0: my curries or with any of my dinners with my kids? I grate the vegetables in because then they they don't really notice. So I'm grating the carrots, I'm grating the courgettes, getting them in. So they, they, and then, you know, have a nice tomato based sauce or whatever. And they don't really notice. And it's a great way to just get a mix of colors in, into the kids.
1: Yeah. And adding spices that you like the taste of. Because people say, oh, come on, I don't even like vegetables. Do you like curry? I often, I would say, do you like curry chips? And they say, oh, I love curry chips. Okay, add curry to your vegetables. People often say, oh, courgette, I don't even like courgettes. If you literally sprinkle curry powder, cut your courgette into rings, put them in the oven. Five minutes, take them back out, you have curry-flavoured courgette chips. Exactly. Brilliant, Plus yeah, flavor, and they're delicious.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's it. The, the things you can create, the meals you can create, the snacks you can create by just being a little bit creative with herbs, with spices. But um, even the likes of courgette, I know people who um, grate it into their porridge as a great way I of getting vegetables gonna, in their that, breakfast. That
1: like, yeah, no, I'd be a major fan of that. I call it courgette oats. to be one of the options I have on the nutrition and exercise program because why it's low calorie it's high fiber you can half down your carbohydrates and save them for a later meal and it's something that's actually that women that particular are looking for either a glass of wine in the evening because alcohol is a carbohydrate and it's something that you can push out your carbohydrates to later on in the evening because for your listeners to understand nutrition you have a certain amount of numbers to hit in any given day and if you go over that you can gain weight but if you stay within that bracket So reduce down your calories in the morning and use them, banking them for later on with that lovely glass of wine, with your organic curry that you've just made. It's something that can keep you, I suppose, on a healthy lifestyle, because that's one of those things. Adding in, I suppose, as much food as you can, 80% of the time, healthy food choices, and add again a tip of love if you enjoy alcohol or if you enjoy maybe uh, a jack chocolate or dessert, you can factor that in too. It's really key and to add in foods that you enjoy for long-term success with your health and fitness.
0: A hundred percent. That and that's what I always say to my clients in and in my program is that it is about finding habits and finding a lifestyle that you enjoy, that you can keep doing because it's not a diet. It's something you introduce the changes in slowly because you're keep, this is for life. This isn't something you're doing to get to a certain size or a certain weight on the scales. You're going to keep going because of how good you feel by because of how much you're enjoying it. And it doesn't have to be all or nothing and it doesn't have to be perfect. And it's just really, really important mindset to be in. I think. Yeah,
1: you're so right. Perfect doesn't exist. And it's the whole idea of what you're looking for is an improvement. you be 1% better. The compound effect of being just and doing that one more day of exercise, doing that one more thousand than you did the, la- the day before, getting in one more healthy food choice, switching up one food in your diet to organic, doing the best you possibly can and making it as opposed as enjoyable. And I love that quote, Kate, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Bring your family members, bring your friends, make a community of it. And that's an area, I suppose, one of the ethos that I would highly recommend people to add to their uh, fitness.
0: Amazing. Amazing. So anyway, I wanted to ask you, is it just a nutrition thing or what is organic fitness or organic lifestyle in general? Because I know there's more aspects to this than just nutrition um, when it comes to you, isn't
1: there? Well, certainly. And again, it's one of those things where I recommend activities for organic lifestyle in the starting from the morning so that's getting outside grounding your feet is one of the things that i do recommend to people putting their feet on the likes of the grass inevitably is something that reduces free radicals so that just reduces stress in your body you say oh come cool, and it's a little uncomfortable but really and truly that's inevitably what it's actually meant to be it's meant to be uncomfortable a little bit especially going into the colder mornings so it makes your day easier Doing and having discomfort in the morning makes you much more comfortable at doing challenging tasks. So if there'll be somebody spilled the porridge breakfast all over the floor, the dog is after running across the floor and making a mess of it, and you kind of go, ah, oh, that's a hell of a lot better now as a result of after de-stressing, after doing the grounding. Watching the sun come up or using the likes of any light that can come into your face, and in your eyes, is naturally going to wake the body. A lot of people are living and surviving off coffee. Not that coffee is bad. It's just we're, I suppose, consuming too much of it, which causes negative effects in your sleep. So be wary of the likes of sunlight. It's not the heat you're looking for. A lot of people are demonizing the sun as it causes cancer. It's not the fact that it's the sun. It's more so the dangers in the dose. Irish people and other individuals, more so when they see sunlight, especially in the summer, we're out there and we're out there all day. One day of the week we go red raw, but that's what you have to do. Build up your tolerance to the sun. But morning sun is really important. It naturally wakes up the body. You're getting it into your eyes is really important as well, because your eyes are the gateway to your brain. All these small little things I definitely recommend to people for a more, I suppose, healthier lifestyle and way of living. Getting outside as much as you possibly can. Steps is key, and it's the most basic thing for exercise. Ten thousand steps every single day of the week that begins with a Y. Why? Because you can burn between 300 and 500 calories to getting 10,000 steps. That's literally a meal in itself. So outside activity, whatever day of the week it is, whether it's training day, it's rest day, get those steps in, bring a friend, put in Kate's podcast, it's going to be an absolute cracker, go for <laughs> a walk, and inevitably you gain the advantage of two things, getting better bang for your buck. So you're learning information and you're getting healthier at the same time eating more single ingredient foods going for sea swims that's something that i do recommend as well and all those things are definitely habits and cooking from single ingredient foods is one of suppose, the things that people are not doing enough of People find it extremely hard to be healthy but when you cook from scratch you i suppose are never be firstly are going to start the digestive process so often more often than not meals are either bought in or we never see the whole preparation process. And when we skip that stage, we skip a stage of saliva being produced in your mouth. And that's actually the start of the whole digestion process. My mouth actually waters, thinking about food because I'm going to cook my dinner <laughs> directly after this. But that's what we should be doing. We should be salivating. And that aids in the digestion. When you aid in the digestion, you reduce bloating. Bloating is very common in particular with women, but even can most certainly happen in men. But we're skipping that stage. We're trying to go from zero to 100. You, in fact, will be better off slowing down before you speed up.
0: Yeah, you know, that's that's really, really good advice. And I think um, we've like it's so important to bring it back to basics. And this is something I talk about a lot in like in everything I do is how we overcomplicate everything. We think that we have to go to the gym and do really fancy overcomplicated workouts or people think they have to go to the gym full stop. Um, When actually it is literally bringing back to basic movement, basic habits, just moving your body every day. And one thing that I know some of my clients hate when I say to them, and I say it all the time, is you don't need a rest day from walking. Walking is rest day activity. (laughs) Um, So that whether you're working out at home, whether you're working out at the gym, whether you're not working out at all, walking is something that should be done every single day and 10,000 steps. And as I always say to my clients as well, that... It's just so underrated the difference it can make in your weight loss journey that an hour's walk is more than not that we're using exercise for burning calories, but you're going to burn more calories in an hour's walk than you will in an hour in the gym, more than likely that the gym has its place for building strength for your, you know, for your mindset, for 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 your health and for your fitness. But going for an hour's walk, you know, if, if my clients are like, I don't have time to do both, I'll tell them go to go for a walk. Because I just think the benefits, the holistic benefits of walking is ju- just outweighs it just
1: that little bit. Yeah, and you and I'm going to give your listeners, I suppose, a little tip. You don't, people say, oh, go for an hour walk, you say, I don't have an hour. You, yeah. know, you certainly mightn't have an hour all in the one block. You can do 20 minutes in the morning. You can do 20 minutes at lunchtime. You can do 20 minutes throughout when you do have to drive, pack, and this is the simplest tip. If you're going to the gym, or if you're going shopping, if you're picking up the kids from a certain location, what you need to do is park that car in the furthest space away from the gym door, the shopping center, and that's going to all add up throughout the full week, month that you're doing training, and that will be for the rest of your life. Do the simple things, and the simple things add up over time.
0: Yeah, no, they really, really do. And I, and just to trust the process, find one you can enjoy keep us going regularly little things like you say parking further away from the shops School runs is one lately. My smallest fellas just started junior infants and I used to work as a teacher. So this is my first year being a parent at the gate. So I am walk and he's in the local school. So I'm walking up to drop him in the morning. I'm walking back. I'm walking back up to get him in the afternoon. I'm walking back and I'm thinking and I've actually cut back on my time in the gym. I literally just go into the gym to strength train now and all of my cardio is just up and down, up and down the village all day long. And because then I've another daughter who who finishes at three, so I'm back up the road again for her. I'm back down, so it's just and if I have time then as well, I'll try and get a, little, a small little walk down as far as the beach in too. But um, all of this functional walking, school runs are great if you're walking distance, and if you're not, I think just parking a little bit further away and w- making a little walk out of it into your day rather than like you say trying to get that full hour to just go for the walk as exercise.
1: No it's a great tip and really and truly the simple healthy hacks are the ones that are really going to work for you because if it's simple to do it it's much more likely that you will.
0: Okay so what? Uh, so we're going to finish up now I've got two more questions for you okay so what would be your advice to anyone starting on, to start their organic journey so if someone listens to this and says right okay that's it I'm going to I'm organic I'm sold where where should they start?
1: Definitely start by most certainly incorporating in either growing a little bit of your own or getting some veg box delivered straight to your door. Because food can literally change your life. It can get you from improved mood to be happier. And that's the fact that as we touched on already. 90% of your serotonin is produced in your gut. If you not only want to be happier and you want to be healthier, eating more single ingredient whole foods is a game changer. Definitely the next thing that you're going to be doing is cooking from scratch. People say, oh, cool, man, I don't have time to necessarily cook from scratch. What you need to do then is most certainly try and get help from either a partner or get the kids involved if you have kids that are most certainly at that age where they can help because the thing is you have to suppose most certainly eat foods that have been cooked more often than not from scratch to gain the advantage of more wholesome foods. Foods, I suppose, are going to improve your overall health. Improve your gut health is one of the major things that is, I suppose, on the ethos of uh, in organic fitness. Because literally, as I said, improve mood, improve skin health, and being healthy from the inside out is one of the major benefits of an organic fitness lifestyle.
0: That's that's brilliant. And these veg boxes, where do we get the – I've never heard of these organic veg boxes before.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so glad I'm on here, right? So veg boxes uh, on your to one – Uh, I don't know where the majority of your listeners are from. There are ones based in uh, green earth organics. They're based in Galway. They deliver nationwide. There are small farmers. There are small growers all in every small town village in Ireland. But the thing is, we're just not looking in the right place. There are country markets on either from a Wednesday, a Thursday, a Friday, or Saturday. And when you go to those, the freshest, completely different tasting foods are harvested by hand and brought to those markets. And people say, oh, they might be a bit, what, find it difficult to most certainly um, get my hands on that project I can't make it there. If you go once and make a deal with them because food has to be grown by that grower because that's their occupation, that's their job, they will be able to incorporate in a delivery service to you if you bought a box, we'll call it a 30 euro box or a 40 euro box, or the whole idea of it is that food has to be grown far, I suppose, that person's source of income so they need to sell it and can even get it to you cheaper if you were to book in with them for six months or if you were to say yes i will certainly love to buy in-season foods farm yourselves wherever the farmer of the growers name may be and you gain the advantage of getting foods that are in season. And eating foods in season is really important as well. Because inevitably that's when they are best for improving your health. We'll just touch on the likes of coming into, the, or just coming out of the summer months. Tomatoes are actually one of those things that can actually protect your skin from the likes of sunburn. So that's just one of the ways nature provides. The likes of your brassicas, such as your kales, your rocket, your minsoona, are coming in <coughs> now. They're high in that type of fiber. Uh, or sorry, the antioxidant sulfurophane that's able to improve your immune system and is something that people must realise that's actually going to protect us from the flus, the colds, any other, I suppose, viruses that we may uh, come encounter throughout the winter months. So, foods are key for health.
0: That's amazing. So, literally, nature is preparing you for each season. If we were yeah. to actually eat seasonally, that's fantastic.
1: Food is medicine, and that's the whole thing about it. Every vitamin and mineral comes from the soil. Vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin B12, all those things, whether it's the animal that eats it, we eat the animal, or it's the food or the fruit or the vegetable that's grown in the soil gives us those vitamins and minerals.
0: So you right? So you would say that eating you're not against eating meat, that eating meat, as long as it's organic um, and meat products, animal products and eating meat, sorry, eating meat and animal products is okay as long as it's organic.
1: I most certainly have no problem and I have no preference to any diet at all because everyone yeah. has to their own religious belief, has their own dietary requirements. It'd be cynical for me to say that people should go vegan or vegetarian. I'm, and people often said to me, Colman, oh, you eat vegetarian, Colman, are you a vegan? Just because one meal I have eaten would be a vegetarian meal doesn't make you a vegetarian. Just because you eat one vegan meal doesn't make you a vegan. Just because I have one meal, uh, such as uh, a meat source, doesn't make you a carnivore. It's really having a diverse, uh, w- w- wide range of foods in your diet is for optimal health. And that's why I don't uh, buy it into diet wars. Which side do you mm. want? Why do I have to be put it in a box or anyone have to be put in this box? Eat foods that suit you. Meat sources contain vitamin B12, which is extremely difficult to consume, from non-animal sources and that means you have to take a supplement i'm not a major fan of supplements because why well, a supplement is something you should supplement that you cannot get from your diet the likes of meat sources contain iron very important for women especially at certain times in the month people i suppose have been uh, pushed towards a vegan diet because it's more sustainable the sustainability of a vegan diet if i want to go down and i'll play devil's advocate on this point is because avocados some of the tofu and the tempeh, they've been shipped in from far, far countries, a million miles away from Ireland. And that's not sustainable. So really and truly, the best type of diet is the one where you can eat local, fresh, and organic produce. That foods are not only beneficial for me, for you, Kate, any of the listeners, but also the environment. That is my whole, I suppose, organic fitness pitch towards people getting the best type of bang for their buck out of their diet, out of their health, for long term. That's
0: absolutely fantastic. And it's so true, just keep it local, keep it simple. And it doesn't have to to be complicated whatsoever. Uh, Right, last question. What does the word health mean to you?
1: The word health means to me that I'm most certainly enjoying whatever activities that I'm currently doing at this moment in time, whether it be exercise, whether it be foods, whether it be meeting with like-minded individuals is what i would deem health to be kate
0: amazing really good thank you so much for um coming on today and for giving us your time and um, just again where can people connect with you and i'll share that in the show
1: notes uh, the best place for anybody to contact me kate would definitely be uh, instagram or TikTok tock on my website so that's coleman power organic fitness on everything I'm on linkedin and on youtube the uh, grow your own courses the next one is on the 1st of October in Fetterfield Farm in Kildare. I also do retreats uh, with a whole ethos of organic retreats. You're doing grounding, you're doing yoga, your personal development. We have a nutritional uh, therapist chef that comes in, cooking all, singing, reading foods. I bring the veg. It's predominantly plant-based. There's fish involved in it too. It's all I suppose, the idea of activities. There'll be uh, walks and hikes. It's for all levels. People say what ages are for? What ages are the retreats for? It ranges from 30 to 60 year olds. We have had on these retreats, both male and female, and that is something that's great. It's more so for people that are like minded that are looking for a weekend away to most certainly improve their overall health. And I think the next one we have is based down in Skull in West Cork. I uh, probably when this podcast comes out, there is one on the. For twenty third of September, I'm pretty sure that one's booked out. But that's what I do and with the nutrition and exercise programme, those are things that people can message me directly or go straight to my website, Coleman Power Organic Fitness, to uh, either work with myself or even just have a chat. Send me a message directly on Instagram and I'll send you a voice message or text you directly back.
0: Amazing. And your book, The Power of Organic Fitness, where can people purchase the book if they want to? I have it
1: here as well. This is unreal. This is the biggest thing ever. I'm such an excited man, but this took yes, power of the Kids. This took me two. This is my lockdown baby. lot of my friends and family members. Yep, my family members were making babies. I was making a book. <laughs> <laughs> so that book is uh, in blood, sweat, and tears when I did that book. That long story short, uh, you can get that book available on Amazon. It's the, the name. Of the is The Power of Organic Fitness. It's on my tree link, which is the top of your my Instagram page. You've ordered my page. Click the tree link and you most certainly will get the links whether you're based in America, Europe or Ireland. The Power of Organic Fitness. It's an Amazon number one bestseller and it's literally what I live and I breathe. I'm most certainly someone who gets up in the morning and practices what I preach. I tell people to get outside, do the grounding routine, I do stretches, I eat high protein meals with high fiber. I put out positivity. Why? Because I want people to be not only happier, I want them to be healthier. And what you suppose focus on will expand. It's a couple of things that I really do want people, and I emphasize in the book. And it's the fact that getting things local, getting things fresh to suit your lifestyle, and whatever diet you pick, eat the best foods you possibly can to reach your fitness goal is the ethos of that book.
0: Yeah, it's an amazing book. I, re- I read it um, in preparation for the podcast. I really enjoyed it. It was really easy to read, really broke things down nice and simply for, you know, the likes of myself who wouldn't have ever been on an organic journey. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. So um, thank you so much. And thank you for your time today.
1: Thanks, Kate. No, it's great. great. And the whole thing about it is I love talking about this topic because I'm extremely passionate and thank you for having me on. And um, yeah, that's it.
0: Great. Thanks. Talk to you soon.